Hey guys, it's Zen. Unfortunately, this week, due to some scheduling conflicts, we couldn't record a new podcast for you guys. It's as disappointing for us as it is for you, I'm sure, as we really have a ton of fun making these recordings for you. However, in the light of Queen Elizabeth's passing and a lot of renewed interest in London, we thought it would be a good opportunity to re-release our podcast on London, The Big Smoke, which we recorded in April of 2019. So, without further ado, here it is. Welcome back to the Meet Us in Paris podcast. I'm Katharina. I'm Zen. And I'm Kristen. And this is the Meet Us in Paris podcast, where we discuss worldwide travel and the art of finding what's around the next corner. Today we talk London. As one of the world's most visited cities, London has something for everyone. It has over 2,000 years of history and has made the Big Smoke one of the most coveted holiday destinations in the world because of all of the incredible things you can see and do there. You can't trip over a cobblestone without hitting a museum, art gallery, theater, or a location of historical note. With such diversity, what's a travel traveler to do? I have never been to London, but Kristen and Zen both have, so let's see their favorite places to visit in London right after the sponsor break. Meet Us in Paris is sponsored by the University of California, Irvine Division of Continuing Education. Do you have an educational goal? At UCI DCE, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals, and we can help you reach yours too. You can find us at ce.uci.edu. Dream big, take risks, be amazing. Now let's see what their favorite places to visit are and why, and why, and then places we may not be aware of unless you're a local. And since I have never been, I'm eager to learn more and take notes for my next trip to London. So I have to ask first, what is the big smoke and holiday destination? Yeah. You don't know that? No. So, so no, so, so, oh, God. Um, actually, the big smoke is the nickname for London. Oh, because of the fire? Um, no, not be- just because of the fire. Oh. Industrial Revolution? It, yeah, between oh. the fog and all the, all the coal burning and everything. And so there's a, there's a, um, the, it's a nickname for it is, and then holiday is just like instead of vacation. Yeah. Okay, they say it's <laughs> like, I thought Wait, didn't there was so many there. people uh-huh. die in London because of the smoke? Because it was know. so polluted. oh back in the day, back in the, back well, not in the now, day, but yeah. like back in the day, because it was so rev- polluted and like all the coal burning and wow, yeah, and the tight chimney spaces, sweeping, everyone was a la Mary Poppins, yeah, yeah. <laughs> chimney. That's where it comes from. Okay, did not know. Look at that. I learned something on her own podcast. (laughs) The big smoke. Um, That made me think um, when I was in London, um, I did my first walking tour, which Uh I was so against and I loved, of course, in the end, because we went with a bunch of friends who like dragged me on the walking tour. Why are you against walking tours? I'm just the kind of traveler that I just, I don't feel like being like told where to go and what to yeah. do. And I'm like, we let's just go do what we want to do. Let's just go mm. find somewhere and go. Um, anyways, big mistake because that walking tour was amazing. And they show you like everything and it doesn't last that long. Yeah. So you see what you like and go back. But 
Anyways, one of the themes, I guess, of this walking tour is like a theme of London was their great fire in 1666, which took down like everything, including I think the like original Globe Theater. Shakespeare's. Really? Like it devastated the whole the what whole city. What started the fire? I I feel it. So this has been so long, and I can't really remember. But I feel like they they ended up attributing it to like just a loose like that might have been when they had the thatched houses and like mm. someone's just kettle fire like caught Jeez, in it and everything just in the whole city down. like went down. Um, yes, Crazy. but apparently that's not why it's called the Great Smoke, anyways. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I've only been to London two or three times, and I was very much a tourist there. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have any friends there or family or anything, and it was just to see the city. But it's a really friendly city, especially for um, Americans, you know, without no, like, language barrier. Um, I think that Americans and British people, like, we really have a good, like, camaraderie. Like, we like to make fun of each other and joke, and, and I think Americans are mostly pretty welcome over there. And They're our best good. ex-enemy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then, when you go to London, can you understand their English? Yeah. Because oh, yeah. I'm just thinking of that... Um, Cockney. Well, I'm thinking of Isle of Lucy. Have oh, I haven't seen, seen that? that episode, I oh, guess. Oh, there's one yeah. episode where Lucy goes to Buckingham Palace. <laughs> Or she's walking towards it, and she's asking a pedestrian who's mm-hmm. British, like, oh, like, where should I go? How do I get there? And he just speaks to her, and she's like, sorry, I don't speak English, or I speak American, and then they couldn't communicate. It's pretty funny. No, I so think, that doesn't happen too I mean, often. honestly, I think in any big city, you get the more watered down. You don't get huge dialects. So all that to say that in London, it's a very standard like English yeah. accent you would hear on movies and stuff. Okay. You might get the Cockney accent or something, but because America has so much British humor and I mean so much well, like now, in our culture and stuff, yeah. I think you've already been exposed to yeah, everything. So it, be fine. If you've yeah. seen a James Bond film or two, you're yeah, fine. exactly. Okay. Thank you. That's what I'm <laughs> I mean, trying I've been to say. To the airport in London, and I was fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Heathrow. What a mess. Or Ga- was it Gatwick? I was. Oh, Gatwick. No, is Heathrow. Okay, I was at Heathrow. It was under construction. Oh, when I went, maybe that whole place is under construction. I feel like, but it's it's nice little town. It's got um, total different neighborhoods. You have like Piccadilly Circus, which is like what's that? It my first of all, the one time I was there, I was like fourteen, and I think I must have been terrified because it seemed like it was this sex obsessed like a seedy seedy area of London and if I remember right we went there because the Virgin store was there Virgin Records Uh and it was like the biggest Virgin Records everywhere and like Piccadilly Uh Circus and this was back when you first of all you had to buy CDs if you wanted music and on top of it one of the cool things they did was you could listen to the CD right like you would scan the barcode and put on the headphones and you can like hear snippets of the music which nobody did at that time I mean other places started but this was like huge so it was like a whole destination so um, anyways, Piccadilly Circus, I think it's been a bit cleaned up now, but it's a little yeah, more than like is. vibrant, like nightlife y mm-hmm. kind of like, place. It's kind of like, like Times, 
closest yeah. thing. Yes. The, the equivalent is like Times Square in New York. Yeah. Okay. You know, totally. It's kind of not like, like the Red District in Paris. No, 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 no. Okay, no, that's no. what I was thinking. No, no, no. no that's <laughs> like borderline scary. <laughs> no, this is much more like Times Square in yeah, New okay. York. Bright lights and you know stuff, shops and yeah, you know. So it's but it was like the shops were selling like pornographic figurines and stuff okay. like that. So. That's when I, this yeah. was in like 2001, I think. So, um, anyways, but they have that, and then they have beautiful, like, you know, the gardens near the palaces and stuff, like Hyde Park, and um, beautiful areas along the Thames where you can just walk and um, along the river and, and have nice little, do they call them cafes? <laughs> in my head, that's a very, them? well, I'm just thinking that's a very French thing, but I guess pubs is what they would have. Mm. Um, and by the way, the Piccadilly Circus, the when you say circus, do you know what it refers to? <laughs> no. It's not a circus. It's, well, that I learned. Yeah, yeah it's because it's a circle. Oh. It's kind of like, I don't know. It's for well, Like a big top? No, like, no, it's, is, just, it's okay. just like the circle. So that they they just called it Piccadilly Circus. Um, and they the circus called is it circle. circle. Yeah, Piccadilly yeah. Circle. How hard is well, that? <laughs> it's kidding. English. It is English. Yeah, British English. British English. Yeah. Okay, see, that's a problem. I would be like, where's the circus people? You keep on asking for the elevator. It's like, what? I want to see the elephant. (laughs) Oh, yeah, where the elephant's at, sir. (laughs) But um, in London, of course, you can't miss, like, um, you won't go there without seeing, like, Big Ben and Westminster Abbey, which it is one of those places that is such a landmark that. You know it from pictures and drawings and movies that when you do see it in person, it's a little like, whoa, like there it is. Um, so it's not underwhelming when you see it. I don't think so. I think it's really cool. You know, anytime I see anything in person, yeah. um, it's it's so striking because it's it's in person. Mm-hmm. And you get something a that you've actually skill. seen before. Not something that you just hear about, like yeah. Moulin Rouge, where you're like, oh, that seems cool. Yeah. And you go and you're like, don't what? go there. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I mean, like you've seen pictures <laughs> yes, of. Yes, exactly. And so, like, when you see a picture versus seeing something real, I mean, I'm, I'm a, like I mentioned before, it's like I'm an ex artist. When, when I saw, um, God, I keep on saying Botticelli on a half shell, Venus on a half shell, mm-hmm. Venus, um, yeah, Venus on a. <laughs> Venus de Milo? Yes, I call her Venus <laughs> on the half film. Okay, and, and and the thing is, when I actually saw it in person, I was like, wow, the colors are so vibrant. Yeah. It's much smaller than I expected. Yeah. So the thing is, I've seen them in art books hundreds and hundreds mm-hmm. of times, but until you actually go see it, even when they have the scale of it, you don't actually know what it looks like until you physically yeah, are yeah. within mm-hmm. their presence. And that's the same thing anywhere you go, whether it's a, a Eiffel Tower or Big Ben mm-hmm. or whatever. So. And you're sure, well, wherever you are when you're looking at it you're sure to have like one of the double decker red buses like drive by you at some point and you're just like this is so London yeah is there a lot of those yeah Yeah. is that like their actual bus system it's yeah it is is their actual bus system it's not just for tours no no Mm -mm. and in addition to now they have a new updated version of it so they no longer have the platform on the back so they Mm. used to have an open platform on the back Mm, that you can like literally if the bus started pulling away from a stop you could actually run alongside the bus and jump Oh, they don't have the that anymore? No. I mean, I guess people got hurt so frequently sure. that they had Can to remove Can you still them. jump off Too many the bus? No. 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 Pretty much it's, it's become That's more a of a... Yeah, mm. just 
just yeah. the, but they're they're still these double decker modern looking um, red buses that are iconic, and they do have yeah. a few old ones in like certain routes, but uh, for the most part, they've been replaced mm. with new ones. Yes, yeah. and uh, kind of right in that neighborhood too, there is um, now Tower Bridge, and this is the iconic bridge that you see everywhere in Peter Pan and everything. And I, right. I mean, it's just so beautiful, and it's one of those things you see. Is that it the London Bridge? No. No. Wow, we didn't even set you up for that. Everyone thinks that Tower Bridge is London Bridge because everybody has heard of London Bridge and knows that whole story. So actually, London Bridge was, I learned this on my walking tour, it was sold, and it actually now resides in Havasu, as okay, in Lake that's Havasu what City. I knew. Yes, I knew that mm-hmm. part. But like my dad told me this a long, long time ago, and I didn't believe him. I'm like, that's a no. joke. It's true, and I've actually been there. Um, so you know, the Colorado River out in the desert, like kind of in between um, L.A. and Vegas ish. Yeah, the Havasu. So you can see the River. London Bridge. Yes, there. the London Bridge now resides there, and it was brought over stone by stone. They say, yeah. but what I learned on my walking tour is that they say that. The guy who bought it, I don't, I mean, I don't know how you auction off a bridge or how that happened, but he supposedly thought he was buying Tower Bridge because everyone thought that was London Bridge. Oh, no. And they brought over the actual London Bridge, which is literally just a stone bridge. It's, yeah. It doesn't have anything yeah. fancy on yeah. it or anything. Wow. Um, why? I wonder why mm-hmm. London sold it. Yeah. Oh, they replaced it with another bridge. Is that what? New modern bridge. More modern bridge. I'm surprised yeah. like the guy so. in Havasu just didn't build a replica of the bridge he wanted. I right. guess he really yeah. wanted the... At, at what point are you selling a bridge and you're not just demolishing yeah. it? You sell everything? Anyways, yeah, yeah that was weird. But, but I mean, it, it's it's so funny because that was the exact same thing. Like, I was, when I first saw it, I was like, that's London Bridge. It's like, no, that's Tower Bridge. It's like, which one? And then mm-hmm. we actually mm-hmm. took a tour down the Thames. And we're as that's London Bridge. It's like... But that's that's just a bridge, you know. Yeah. And then, then what's mm-hmm. that? Oh, that's, that's Tower, Tower bridge. bridge. Yeah. So I wonder why, like, we learned. I'm assuming just because the the what it, is that called? The like London not fairy tale, falling yeah. Down, falling down. Nursery rhyme. Yeah. Well, that one. I yeah. guess what it is is you hear the music. And London bridges are falling down, falling down. But In the only bridge you ever see. I don't know. It must have. That's where nursery rhymes yeah. come yeah. from, right? London Bridge is falling down. Maybe it did fall. How does that finish? My fair lady. Yes. Okay, that makes no sense. I don't know. (laughs) But Tower Bridge is another, like, it's iconic, and it feels very, I don't know, I guess growing up with these, like, fairy tales, like all these Disney Peter Pan and Mary Poppins and stuff, like, London can feel very fairy tale-esque and very, like, proper and nice, and you want to have your tea next to the bridge, and it's a nice little neighborhood over there well the rhyme if you guys are interested to know where it comes from so they're not 100% sure but they're saying the rhyme could be about a viking attack in (laughs) 1014 led by Olaf II of Norway who supposedly destroyed the bridge during the attack that bridge existed in 1014 I think a different version of it like a, it probably started out as a wood bridge but they literally it was was called the London London Bridge Bridge. anyways there you go so don't mistake it. Rookie mistake to call okay, the Tower good. Bridge when I London go there, Bridge. I'll ask people, where's the Tower Bridge? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, those are, of course you're going to see that. You're not going to go to London without seeing that stuff. So that's, um, you know, some of your usuals. And then, of course, Buckingham Palace yeah. um, with the Kensington Palace is nearby. And that is where um, the uh, Charles, the Prince of Wales, and his sons run their offices out of, or Clarence House, but I think it's part of Kensington Palace. 
I should stop talking because I don't know, but it's right by Hyde Park, which is a very nice park nearby. Um, Buckingham Palace, I'm not really a fan of. It was built in the new, like this, the new style, like the 1700s architecture mm-hmm. or something. It just, it just looks like a colonial house almost. Really? Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. kind of underwhelmed by it, especially after you go to something like Versailles. Yeah, or, I would imagine it's like a small version of Versailles. Yeah, um, but I've never been inside. Can you go inside? Yes. Can. Have you watched The Crown? Yes. They have. have an episode where they talk about how and why they started opening it up to the public. Oh, I need to yeah. continue watching that show. Then. You can. So, what happens is the queen goes to the other palace, her summer palace. Mm. Balmoral? No, oh, I can't remember. Kent, not Windsor? Kensington. Windsor Palace, I think. And so, during the summer for several months, um, you can go visit mm-hmm. Buckingham Palace as a tourist. And then it closes up again when it when becomes a residence. residence. Mm. Yeah, so that's so I was there. I think I was there July. So the thing is, I believe it opens up in June. No, no, June. I was there. So it opens up in July to the general public. Hmm. So for two or three yeah. months. I never, I never been in it. It's beautiful from the outside. But yeah. apparently the architecture is boring. I'm mm. not a fan. <laughs> as a palace. Like, if you were just yeah. like, this is an office home. or something, yeah. you'd be like, whoa. But, like, as as England, the United Kingdom's, like, main palace, I was like, yeah. oh, okay. Mm. That's nice. Um, well, they didn't spend all their riches, I guess, on no. building it. <laughs> like, <laughs> Those are locked up in the Tower of London, the, the crown jewels. And the Tower of London is kind Where's of interesting. That? It's nearby. It's like on one side of the Thames, like right on the bank. And that was like kind of like the dungeon and where they would keep people. Um, and it's and then where, all the jewels are there. And the crown jewels are locked up there. And um, London's a great place to be for the holidays. Like Christmas, they, they're mm. really into the Christmas spirit. And I know like the Tower of London will have like an ice skating rink right oh, out nice. front of it and stuff. Yeah. And I like the London Aquarium. Um, and the eye is there, the London eye. It's the big um, Ferris wheel. Ferris yep. wheel, yeah. I'm not into that kind of stuff, but if you want to so view, high, I would be terrified. You know, I, you know, everyone teach their own, but yeah. I, I always see this on any of the podcasts I go to. I always love a bird's eye view of yeah. any yeah. city that I go you to. You get it when you fly in. So, <laughs> well, I, I just like to see, you know, that being not native, the thing is like reference of like, this is where this is in relationship to this versus yeah. this. When you're on the streets, it's so difficult to see totally. the, you know, the, yeah. the forest from the trees. Mm-hmm. It just gives me a... I, so I'm, I'm, I was a big fan of the um, London Eye. But I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's an How hour. Long so it's it's about half an hour. Mm-hmm. It's about half an hour. And just to it, do one round? One, yeah, you do like one rotation. rotation. And, and each, each one of the um, capsules are like... They're huge. They're huge. I mean, you probably oh, really? could fit 100 people in there. 100? Yeah. I, I don't know. I, maybe don't quote me, but... And is there, like, seating, or is everyone standing? There's a, there's a couple seats in the middle. Maybe, maybe 50. Maybe I'm lying. But the thing is, it's, <laughs> like, a big... Oh, that's kind of claustrophobic. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean... No, it, it's fine. No, it's fine. Yeah, and because it's all glass. I guess. So, mm-hmm. you know... Even the bottom? Um, it's kind of like has a platform, and then the glass edges are rounded. Okay. Yeah, it's like so, a, a pill capsule, Yeah, almost. it's like a pill capsule, so... Wow. Yeah, an ovoid. But, um, yeah, what about you, Zen? What are places that you know you well, got to see? Okay, you know the thing is that... What do we have to see? You know what? There's so many things there. I'm going to go with the weirdo things. Whenever I go to a city, I like to go see 
things that are not necessarily sure. in a tour book. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, or maybe like the thing is that they have one line. So I'll, I'm going to go with that type of thing. Yeah. So one of the places I really enjoyed was the Transportation Museum. Huh. Hmm. So they have a museum there. And I, when you go to the Transportation Museum, it's showing all the different types of transportation that was used in London over mm-hmm. the years. So they have everything from... Um, current things like the buses all the way to um like horse drawn carriages they have trains in there and if you have children with you it's one of the coolest places that you'll ever see just because you know the kids love seeing and a lot of trains and planes and automobiles it's mostly more the trains and and horse drawn carriages the old um they have like double decker buses they have like three four five of them Mm -hmm. but over the ages Uh so there's really really old ones and then there's modern ones Mm -hmm. so to see what the changes are over the years um and they have they have a wonderful collection of you know where you can actually climb into the trains and such like that and they're they're like real ones that have just retired they're just real Mm -hmm. just retired vehicles from london over the years so it just gives you it's like a small automobile yeah. automotive museum yeah. um, and my daughter loved it she just thought that was the most fantastic <laughs> place ever very cool um, one of the things that is inescapable if you go to London is the rain the rain the rain so it rains R-E-I-G-N or R-A-I-N the or rain like R-A-I-N like the precipitation yes Got precipitation it. water so like, well it's a land of a queen it could have been yeah. her yeah. kind of rain okay <laughs> so one of the um, so rain being such a London thing yes um, one of the places I like I can suggest is going to seeing James and Son's Umbrellas Okay. Um, I'm trying to figure. So, James and Sons Umbrellas is a traditional old umbrella shop, and they this company has been around for I believe it's just around a hundred years in the exact same spot, and they hand make umbrellas still to this day wow. in the basement of the shop. Crazy. And when you go there, they they hand make them. If you break your umbrella, you can bring in your umbrella to be um, fixed. They have them all the old like wow. the wood ones with different types of handles. If you want a dog on your handle, you want a cat on your wow. handle. If you want a sterling silver handle, That's crazy. they have ladies um, umbrellas. They Do have they make them umbrellas. all like? The picture that we're looking at, it looks like they're all like the tall umbrellas. Do they make like almost like the handheld ones? I don't Just know the about they fold. Ones? They do sell the. I mean, those the are folding compact nice, ones. Yeah, they do have compact ones, mm-hmm. but um, uh, I don't know if those are manufactured actually in the shop. But mm-hmm. the tall ones are still manufactured in the basement of the shop. Very cool. And so you know, you know, like if you want a bent wood handle one, I'll, we'll put some pictures onto our Instagram of this place. That's oh, actually, we did. We already put it on there Instagram, <laughs> but I'll put a few more <laughs> up. But just the um, sterling silver handles. You can also buy walking canes there too. Oh, that makes can, sense. You know, so um, did you get an umbrella? My wife did. Oh, I um, would stand to make? get a good yeah. umbrella, even as a Californian. I mean, it's yeah. just one of those things. That if you buy. It's kind of an heirloom quality umbrella yeah. that you can pass down to your family members in the future. Yeah. They weren't outrageously expensive. 
Um, they were they were expensive as one would expect for a good quality um, uh, good quality mm-hmm. anything, but we're not talking thousands of dollars. But you know you know depending on the model, it can go a yeah. couple hundred. You can take them back on the plane. Um, one of our concerns was that you wouldn't be, we wouldn't be able to bring it on plane because yeah. it might be considered a weapon. There was no yeah. issue. We brought it in okay. and we were able to put in overhead um, okay. storage. Now I confess that years ago I read this article that was like. Um, 30 things every woman needs before she turns 30. Uh And I was like close to turning 30. And one of these things was you need a good, decent umbrella. What? And it has always haunted me that I've never had a good, decent umbrella. (laughs) Because of that stupid article. And so to this day, I'm still like, I need a good, decent umbrella. I mean, it rains here, but like. I know. I was living in New York at the time. But still. But still. But that was the New York maybe version before you turned 30. Still am like intent on getting a good, decent umbrella. Well, now you know where to go. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's that's (laughs) the thing is that if you want a good, great umbrella, I mean, they have a tradition of making it. It rains there constantly, so they know how. And the fact that this has been around in the same location for nearly or just right over 100 years just is a testament to the company itself. Totally. So and, cool. and they have that old fashioned service where everyone's dressed nicely and it's like, oh, can I help you? Like and, Kingsman. Did you ever yeah. see that movie? Yeah, that Actually, was a good movie. Mm-hmm. if you watch this part in Kingsman when they're like trying on the different yeah. suits, it at this it's no, 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 no. Oh, okay. But it's very, very Similar. much that same type. That's of what I was sensation. thinking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. when you yeah. go into the shop. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Um, so I mean, so the, by the way, I, I'm the same way. It's like I think everyone, if you can when you're young if you can afford to get like like a good umbrella because mm-hmm. you'll use it for the rest of your life if you can get one good watch that you can keep yeah. it for the rest of your life um gentlemen if you can get one good hat so i actually have a panama hat that i purchased <laughs> um a real panama hat i had mm-hmm. purchased when i was in hawaii that was hand woven and it's an ultra well then it's fina. a hawaii hat if you didn't well it was panama. <laughs> well it's, it's, <laughs> a, it's a monte cristo and it's yes. of a fine weave and the thing is it's a heirloom heirloom hat is something mm-hmm. that um you can pass on for, and they and they're not going to make forever yeah. so being able to purchase something that of quality of certain types of things to be able to keep forever um it's, it's actually when you can keep it forever it's it's actually actually a good value. Yeah. So. Well, if James and Sons Umbrellas is listening, if they want to send us <laughs> yeah. some yes. some uh, sample ones. Oh wow! So so many different types you have. Yeah, glass handles, an alligator, an owl. Yeah, yeah. Is so. that an apple? <laughs> is that red? Yeah, one? just a marble, like red. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, what did your wife get artwork. as her handle? Yeah. She has a duck. A duck. Cute. She has a duck. So that feels very British. Yeah. Next thing, um, my other place I suggest to go to, which is what we just talked about, weather. Is there anything more um, British than drinking tea? No. Crumpets. Crumpet could be crumpets. <laughs> no, so, tea is very British. Oh, scones, tea and scones, right? Is yes. That like- but so. as a kid, wouldn't you always say tea and crumpets? Is that just me? That's just you. Okay. I, think. I never like. <laughs> never I've heard crumpets. the word crumpets before, okay. but I always no. go from me. <laughs> so, where was I going? Tea. tea, tea, tea! Oh my god! Okay, so um, my favorite place to visit is Twinnings Tea. Of course, everyone goes to the grocery store in the United States and you see Twinnings Tea. Yes. But the heritage is from London. And if you go to Twinnings Tea, it is actually 
um, in the Strand, and it was opened in 1706. Mm-hmm. It is the width of a single car garage, and oh, it oh is in the original location. Wow. Sorry, is it Twinnings or Twinings? I don't know. I don't Okay. Know. In my head, it was always Twinnings. But... Is it Twinnings? Someone um, comment. No, I think in, if you were British, you would say Twinnings. I don't think they would say Twinnings. Oh. I don't know, though. What, twinnings? Twinnings? Does it have the IPA? Yeah. I can read it. Oh, it says Twinings. Twinings. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Twinings. Ugly Americans trying mm-hmm. to pronounce something. Twinings. So, so it is in the exact same location since 1706. It is the oldest... Um, I'm trying to think of the words they said. Essentially, it's like the oldest lease in the same location. Ah, so it's a, very cool. the oldest business mm-hmm. in Britain... That still remains in, in its same. original location to this day. Wow. Um, it is deeper than a one-car garage, though. It's probably three car garages deep. Wow. But it's only... the. It looks like this little tiny thing shoved in between, mm-hmm. in between two buildings. And it has this incredibly regal type of yeah, um, nice columns entrance. and front. And, and like the gold-plated lettering. Yeah, yeah. gold-plated lettering. Beautiful. They have tea there. That is only available in London, and I believe maybe only that shop. Oh, they also that's have nice a tasting bar. Yeah, I'm such oh. a sucker for stuff like that. I want to go taste like a, tea. Yeah, the Starbucks mugs you can like only get in that place. Like yeah. I'm obsessed with it, so I would make a journey to this place just to get what I could only get from there. Yeah, you can go there and taste the tea. Do they have little like shot glasses of yes. flavors? Yeah. Well, no, they 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 actually have a bar where you can try out the teas. They also have um, lots of these little... I was thinking you are saying the cups and stuff like that. So oh. they sell the cups, beautiful cups. They sell the little teaspoons, little silver oh. teaspoons mm-hmm. and such like that. So um, I think it's just kind of perennial and you can go mm-hmm. there and pick something up and you bring it home and it's like... So when you serve tea to your friends out of the canister that you refilled six times at yeah, the grocery yeah, store, yeah, yeah. well, this is, you know, anyways. You might have to go to London this year. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I just like weirdo things like this. Um, that's not weird. That's no, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you <laughs> think that's cool. Um, have you guys read Tintin the comic? Or um, seen the movie? France is obsessed with it, I feel like. Yes. But no, I did not. It is... I think it's Danish? Originally, they're from is the... Okay. I think Tintin is... Danish or from the Netherlands. So it's a comic. Huh. Um, Steven Spielberg about 10 years ago made a movie called Tintin. It was based off of a comic book. Um, I believe the gentleman's name is Herge. Belgian. Belgian. And why I like um, Tintin is it was you know we're, we here at Meet Us in Paris are explorers and Tintin is a boy reporter who's an explorer and kind of a detective. Hmm. And if you, some of the earliest, um, my exposure to the world was reading Tintin comics and seeing Egypt and London and France through Tintin. Of course, from the, it's like France in the 1940s or whatever, 1950s. And so the comic book is still extremely popular. There's something like 14 of them. And one of the only shops of Tintin is in um, is in London. 
Uh, there's one in Belgium. There, I believe there's also a museum. So if you want anything from Tintin, they have Tintin stuffed dolls. My daughter loves yeah. Tintin, by the way, because the thing is now she's a little traveler like me. And um, they sell comic books. They sell watches. They sell. So it's a little tiny store, but there, you can't find any of these things um I mean, now with the internet, I'm sure you can find it somewhere else. But <laughs> yeah. you can actually go physically see the items and and go into a shop that's dedicated to this comic about this little boy reporter, traveler, detective. So I think it's incredibly fun. Um, so Tintin and um, I'm on the buying spree, essentially. <laughs> so the other thing I would suggest is something called Fort Fortnum and Mason. Hmm. It's a... I don't know exactly. I just know them from their tees. So I believe they have a spot in Piccadilly Circus area. And it's a it's a grand two-story shop. And they sell every... I just think of... Their, if you... They... they they are the tea that I believe the queen drinks oh. off the top of my head. If not, it comes well, from, it's, it's actually a tea for royalty. Well, and fancy. you can go, they have loose leaves, these huge containers where you can buy like a little bit of tea all, oh. all throughout the place. And it's two floors and they sell everything from like tea sets to everything. But just the tea is spectacular. The flavor is amazing. Um, if you really had to have it, I believe in the United States, um, Williams and Sonoma may sell it, but for like mm. twice the price. But okay. it's really worth going to see it just to see a huge tea shop where you can try dozens of different flavors and pick something out for yourself. Yeah. Well, um, I'm going to tell you your new favorite thing in London. It oh. is like a secret Ooh. thing. And it's really cool. And um, actually, I haven't done this, but my friend told me about it and she said I'm not allowed to use her name because she'll get blacklisted. <laughs> Something. Really? So, Jeez. Okay. There is this pub in London, and it's called the Breakfast Club. Okay, I'm and, writing this down now. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so um, you wouldn't know anything about it unless somebody told you that you need to go up to one of the workers and ask to meet the mayor. So um, my friend and her what? husband, yeah. It's like a speakeasy? <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, basically. So... Um, so they went to this pub, and as soon as they sat down, they asked the worker. They said they wanted to meet the mayor. Like the waitress? or Yeah, and they were like, right now? You want to meet the mayor right now? And they were like, I guess, yeah. I don't, you know, they had no yeah. idea what any of this meant. Um, so they're like, okay. So they have the mayor of Scaredy Cat Town. So what that means is if you, if you tell them you want to meet the mayor... They will take you like through the kitchen. There's like a fridge that has a, it's actually a door that just leads to the mm-hmm. basement. And you go downstairs, and there lives the mayor who was a cat in like this basement. And they just are, it's like, she says, like surrounded by like pictures of cats and like drawings and paintings of cats. And it just lives in that basement. And a you cat lives a in cat. the basement. And so you can meet the mayor of Scaredy Cat Town if you go and you tell them you want to meet the mayor. <laughs> Are we See, allowed to say this on the podcast? Yeah, I think okay. so. So wait, so you when you go down there, all you do is you see this cat. Yeah. 
Then you go back upstairs. Yeah, you get to meet like, eat the, food upstairs. Yeah, and, and you I don't think, like hang out downstairs. Well, like no, I don't think so. There's I not think like it's a bar down there or anything. I don't just think a so. Home. Yeah, um, and I think that's why the worker was like, "You want to do it now, or like, you want to do it later?" Like usually, you might eat and then go yeah. meet the mayor or something. But they had no idea what it meant. Um, that's funny. Yeah, that's hysterical. Breakfast club. The breakfast club. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Good to know. You won't find that in any travel book. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming. Just in a travel podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. oh, my gosh. Well, that's awesome. I can't wait. Now I need to go yeah, to London. Put on your list. Hopefully mm-hmm. this summer. Well, that's it for today. Thanks for listening, and hopefully we've stimulated your desire to travel more and go see London. And the mayor of Scared Cat Town. And the mayor. <laughs> And last of all, before we go, we want to give a big thank you to our amazing sponsor, University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education. We don't want to brag, but we're the best kind of awesome at UCI. So check out our courses in person or online at ce.uci.edu. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Bye. Bye.